G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, I mentioned the Australian comedian Barry Humphreys died on the weekend. He was 89 years old. One of the significant controversies that's come to light involves the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It was founded by Barry Humphreys four decades ago, but he was effectively cancelled by the festival over some comments that he made about transgender people. Let's get a thought or two. David Robertson is director of the Ask Project with Sydney Anglicans. David, a special welcome back to 2020. Yeah, Neil, good to be back and good to have you back. Your colleague was was great, but it's nice to have you back as well. And uh, <laughs> By the way, uh, uh, encourage people to listen to Gary Miller. He's a fellow Celt from uh, Northern Ireland and a wise, wise man. He is a wise man and I've spoken to Gary before and today uh, a, lo- a longer opportunity. I'm really looking forward to that conversation that's coming up. Hey, Barry Humphreys, um, you know, so many are reporting that he was indeed a, a a comic genius. Is that a fair description of someone with that sort of calibre of comedic ability? Yeah, I think um, it's interesting that the best-known Australians in the UK, where I'm originally from, uh, well, I was going to say would have been like Rolf Harris or Nicole Kidman, or uh, but Barry Humphreys would, would probably be the most famous. And partly because, uh, you know, from a Christian perspective, the uh, uh, best known for Dame Edna Everidge, a man dressing as a woman, you might think, ah, is, what, what's funny about that? And a lot of um, double entendre and so on. But actually, I do think that he was brilliantly funny. And I also think that um, his timing, and I think that in comedy, that's almost everything, his timing, quick wit and observation uh, were, were fantastic. Interesting that uh, 40 years ago or longer, uh, dressing up as a woman to be uh, comedic, to have a character like a Dame Edna Everidge, a different sort of age, a different treatment, a different way that we might have all responded to Dame Edna, because there's certainly more controversy now that you've got uh, the trans movement and people dressing uh, as women much more readily. What are your thoughts on the transition? And, uh, you know, you've got a few years under your belt too, David. You can remember what things were like then and what things are like now. Yeah, I think we're in a completely different world, to be honest. I think that uh, uh, Barry Humphreys, and this is why he got in trouble, by the way, he didn't think that he was a woman. He didn't think he could become a woman. He was doing a caricature. It was a joke. You know, uh, uh, it was. you could argue it was an elaborate joke. He wasn't if you like, seriously pretending to be someone that he's not. And in fact, he got in trouble for pointing that out. So to me, the the issues are very different. I saw on Twitter, I saw someone saying, uh, oh, um, it's funny this, isn't it, that all these people who are against drag queens now mourning Barry Humphreys. Well, no, people are not against drag queens. What they're against is children getting sexualized displays in schools, which is a completely different thing. And, 
the interesting thing about Barry Humphreys was <laughs> you could you could never call Dame Edna sexualized. I mean, that would just be unless you have a very weird idea. You need to go and get some therapy if you think that's what sex is. You know, it was uh, you could never accuse him of that. And even in the comments that he made that uh, were considered by the trans community to be so unsavoury, that in itself was a separation, wasn't it? Because he made criticisms of transgender people saying that gender affirmation surgery was self-mutilation and being transgender was a fashion. That's the thing that sort of got him into the the deep water with, uh, with the trans community. Yeah, although, I, again, I want to be very wary of saying the phrase the trans community as though there was just one. I, I think you'll find different people, even within who are trans, will have different perspectives. However, those who describe themselves as the trans community and those who are the activists, uh, and believe you me, they are so strong. But, you know, you know, what a strange world we live in. I mean, 20 years ago, the supporters of Jermaine Greer would have been throwing eggs at me because I wasn't, you know, feminist enough. And now here we have uh, Barry Humphreys speaking in defense of Jermaine Greer because that was the context in which he made these remarks. He said, actually, I think it was 2016, I agree with Jermaine, you're a mutilated man, that's all self-mutilation, what's all this carry on? Well, um, and he goes on about if you criticize anything, you're racist or sexist or homophobe. Now, it, all of it is certainly true, uh, but for him to be cancelled for that was really quite astonishing. So his name was stripped from the main award, uh, the Barry yeah. Award uh, of the Comedy Festival, and that was obviously a uh, uh, you know an, an activist uh, statement in doing that. Uh, in so doing, cutting him off from the foundation of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Any thoughts around uh, the action of stripping the award and uh, and effectively that, you know, gives some substance to just cancelling, doesn't it? Yeah, so people say we don't have cancel culture. Yeah, absolutely, we do have cancel culture. And uh, ironically, I think that Barry Humphreys, it's funny, Dan Andrews uh, praising him as a great comedic genius and so on. I think his remarks today would fall foul of um, Victoria's hate speech laws and he could be prosecuted for them, which is a bit much. Um, The other thing that intrigued me about this was the Melbourne Comedy Festival had cancelled him to the extent that there was an award named after him called the Barry, I believe, and they renamed it. They are now saying they didn't cancel him and they are now saying he died the last weekend of this year's Melbourne Comedy Festival. And there was a very lukewarm uh, comment at the time, and they've backpedaled on that now and said they're going to make a more fulsome um, tribute. And in fact, they've said, uh, I'll quote you here what they tweeted, from today we regroup and start to plan a fitting tribute to his comic genius and leading role in creating a global platform for Australian comedy. So It's interesting that there are some people like J.K. Rowling, like Barry Humphreys, who are able to overcome the cancellation, I think, such as their popularity and their power. But um, I do think this is all indicative of where the culture is at. A special question comes to mind for your thoughts here, David. If you cancel someone while they are alive, 
can you uncancel them when they are dead? Uh, it seems to me that cancellation is a very personal thing. Uh, what are your thoughts on the thought of backpedalling, as you say? Yeah, I think that uh, some of Barry Humphrey's friends said that he was actually very hurt by uh, that cancellation. And yeah, I guess you can apologise after uh, someone has died. And incidentally, we're finding that uh, dead people are now being cancelled all the time. That's another interesting thing. You know, um, you think of the list of people who you're not going to be able to mention. It will soon be Shakespeare or they're being rewritten, you know, Roald Dahl and so on all being rewritten, Enid Blyton being rewritten, uh, history being rewritten. So ironically, you know, I, he, here's the thing in terms of the woke stuff. I think one of the best ways to deal with it is humour. I think Barry Humphreys is a really, really funny comedian. I think woke comedian is now a contradiction in terms because they're just completely unfunny. But Barry Humphreys would just make fun of all this and um, you know, sometimes, I mean, yes, sometimes it's outrageous and sometimes I didn't like what he said, but that's, you know, each to their own at, at one level. Um, but I do think that he is a mirror and even his death has been a mirror of the different cultural trends going on in our society. Uh, let me take you into some deeper waters as a Christian commentator, David. Uh, yeah. When you've got cancelling and then uncancelling, is there any sort of alignment here or is there a illustration? Is it an analogy of what we understand as Christian believers to be a, a forgiveness? Is, is uncancelling like a forgiveness? Could we see a, uh, you know, could we see a spate of uncancellings as people uh, are in some ways forgiven? Well, uh, two things. Uh, first of all, do they have something to be forgiven for? Secondly, I'm not sure that uncancelling is forgiveness. Uncancelling in this case is because of popular pressure. Um, and also, I think as Douglas Murray points out in his wonderful book, The Madness of Crowds, he has a short chapter in the middle of that that points out that modern society doesn't do forgiveness. That is so important. Modern society doesn't do forgiveness. And Murray points out it was the Christian church that had the basis for forgiveness so if we've got a basis of forgiveness, uh, ought we use something like this uh, to be able to create something of a modern illustration of what forgiveness might look like? Is it is there even potentially a modern-day parable in the Barry Humphrey story of being uncancelled? Well, maybe a little bit, but I would prefer to go even further than that. I would I would say, look, forgiveness is when we sin. We need forgiveness for when we sin against God uh, and by sinning against other people as well. And forgiveness can only be found in atonement. It was interesting on the ABC Easter time uh, Q&A that one of the panelists brought up the issue of atonement and completely misunderstood what Easter was about, thinking atonement was something that we do. But atonement is something that Christ has done. And I find it ironic that some theologians don't get that. And Douglas Murray, who describes himself as a gay atheist, does get it when he said Christianity provided the basis for forgiveness. So I think you can use it in that way, but it, it's not the first illustration I would use to mind. I wouldn't regard the Melbourne Comedy Festival as being in a position to uh, empower to forgive. And I, I don't think that Humphreys had anything to be forgiven for. 
Is there, do you think, some, uh, you know, the, the genie's out of the bottle now. Maybe you can use comedy all the more to stand up for, say, women's rights. Uh, because this is one of the things, as you say, uh, there is a sense in which uh, Barry Humphreys, uh, in the statements that he did make, uh, and uh, the feminists who now support those statements, uh, obviously uh, they they actually give assent to that, don't they? That there is a standing up for women's rights. Is there the sense now that that comedy ought to be used all the more to be able to stand up for those rights? Well, I think I would say two things in answer to that. First of all, um, I think you can use comedy in that way, and I think you'll still end up being cancelled. It's so funny. Uh, people, I, some big-name comedians, for example, saying they won't go on the university comedy circuit because they just, you know, there, there's so many things they're not allowed to say now. The other thing I would say from a Christian perspective is, uh, comedy is a neutral tool. We can use it for good or we can use it for evil. And I think using it to hurt or wound people or to mock people is 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 not good. On the other hand, I do think that there was a prophetic use of comedy by, for example, Elijah. Remember with the story of the prophets of Baal and he, he mocks them. He, he says, where's your God? Isn't he coming? Has he gone to the toilet? Is he on holiday? You know, it's really very funny when you read it like that. Uh, or Jesus, even when he says, what did you go to see when you saw John the Baptist? You know, what did you, do you go see a man dressed in fancy clothes? You know, um, he, he, there's there's actually quite a lot of comedy in the Bible. But I think uh, how we use it is determined by our own hearts and our motivation and what we're trying to do. If we're trying to belittle people, it's not good. Um, if we're trying to make people smile uh, and maybe not to take themselves so seriously, I think that's a pretty good thing. It certainly cuts through a heavy atmosphere if you can treat it lightly. Hey, the endeavour to try and uncancel Barry Humphreys. Uh, there's some suggestion mm-hmm. that there's like a seven-day amnesty. Uh, for seven days, we'll honour him, and then he's back to being cancelled again. There's lots of ways that they're trying to deal with this issue. Um, any thoughts around that? Uh, you know, can you just sort of, you know, give a little bit of a bit of grace period here? Oh, I think there'll be, I, I think it's all about um, perception. To be honest, you've got, uh, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, for example, I'm, I'm sitting with my screen in front of me and there's pink news up. The headline, Barry Humphrey's anti-trans remarks are a sad stain on Dame Edna's legacy. I think uh, these people are so militant and so unforgiving. No, Humphreys won't be uh, forgiven and, uh, you know, J.K. Rowling won't be forgiven. By the way, I'll tell you something quite amusing. Somebody, uh, I don't think it was one of your listeners, it may have been, sent me a list of people who've been added to um, a kind of uh, anti-trans hate list. You know, people who people have been war- warned to watch out. And this guy wrote me and said, David, you've made it. I was on the list, along with JK and others. So I took it as a badge of honour. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow or other, you've got to wear it as a badge of honour, haven't you? Hey, the yeah. award itself, uh, the award that yeah. the name was changed, the Barry Award. Uh, do you think that it should be reinstated, David? Oh, of course. I think that would actually be a very good tribute uh, to do that. You know, one of the things, just as a more general thing, um, and maybe it's because I'm getting older, but uh, I find so much of comedy now is just dull and bland because it's all the same. It's all one political... I mean, it's not challenging. It's not daring at all. I mean, they think it's daring, but it's not daring. It just reflects the current progressive status quo. 
there are some exceptions to that. There are some comedians who uh, push the barrel out a little bit. And I, I actually think Barry Humphreys was one of those. Um, I think someone like John Cleese of, of Monty Python and, uh, you know, Faulty Towers, he uh, he tends to question all of this as well. But I wonder if the Melbourne Comedy Festival would ever be inclusive enough to include non-progressive comedians, is how I put it. I doubt it. Well, for some who might be thinking this is an opportunity to rescue comedy, uh, there may be a little window of opportunity there uh, to actually push that barrow a little. David Robertson is director of the Ask Project with Sydney Anglicans. And David, just uh, on your Ask Project, uh, people can go to your website. They can ask a question, any question. Uh, last time yeah. I had you on, I said, uh, you know, let's uh, let's sort of, you know, bombard you with questions and keep you busy for the whole day. I don't know whether that happened at all, but people can ask any question. They'll get they'll get a good response, a Christian response. Yeah, I had a few. So it was interesting because what people do is they put the question in, and uh, some of them uh, I. Uh, you know, I just respond to personally. And then uh, there was one in particular from a man who described himself as a sympathetic atheist who wanted to believe but couldn't believe because of the lack of evidence. And I ended up making a video and putting it on the website, helping to answer that. And he's been back in touch and the conversation's been ongoing. So, yeah, sure, feel free. I mean, those who uh, write in and say, how do I do my garden? Well, you're not going to get a very long answer for that one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, uh, but any question. Here's the website, askask.org.au. Ask is about evangelism. You can ask David Robertson a question. David writes for newspapers and magazines. He's the author of a number of books, including The Dawkins Letters and Engaging with Atheists. So you'll get a very considered answer if you ask a question at ask.org.au. David, thanks so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us once again today on 2020. Great. Good to be with you. God bless you, mate. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.